housing market right now seems to be in a bit of a holding pattern, right? And people thought that prices were going to fall. Well, they have a little bit, but there's still, I don't want to say durability, but it seems some stubbornness, especially on the part of people who would like to sell their homes. They want a certain price. They have that price in mind, and they are still holding on to the idea of getting that high price. So I think for people who were ever thinking of buying, some of them are kind of giving up. So it's not surprising to hear about this Ipsos poll that was conducted exclusively for Global News that suggests 63% of Canadians who don't currently have a home have given up on the idea of ever owning one. And that is similar to what they found a year ago when they did the same kind of poll there. Now, obviously, younger generations are the most likely to agree that owning a home is a major accomplishment, but they also now believe that's just a privilege reserved for the wealthy. Now, as I said, home prices have gone down over the past year, but you've still got those high interest rates, meaning that nobody is getting a break on payments. And so things remain pretty unaffordable out there. To talk more about this issue, Moshe Lander joins us now, Senior Lecturer at the Department of Economics at Concordia University. Moshe, thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Do these stats surprise you at all to hear that there is this kind of almost resignation among people when it comes to home ownership? No, uh, I don't really see that as being a surprising sort of thing, but I, I'm not sure that necessarily that would have changed much. You said from last year when the survey was done, but I'm not sure that it's necessarily different from 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Uh, getting on that housing ladder has always been difficult, and the government has increased the down payment requirements, uh, which is is the biggest problem. It's not the mortgage itself. It, it's how to actually get the home in the first place. Right. I th- and th- maybe that's what people don't realize either. I was talking to somebody who worked at a bank and they said, you know, the posted mortgage rate might be 5%, but they're qualifying people at 7%. So it's just challenging just to get qualified these days. Yeah. You know, the, the government has this delicate balancing act that on the one hand, if it allows anybody, meaning non-Canadians, to buy Canadian homes, uh, this is, of course, going to be a source of demand which drives prices up. If they try and restrict access to that by, say, you know, increasing the the minimum amount that you have to to pay to get that mortgage, that starts pricing Canadians out. So it's almost an impossible task for the the federal government to try and find a way to make the housing market work. Um, and and the reality is then that where Canadians are getting frustrated, it's because they're pinched in, in this middle point there, where uh, one policy that might help them. Uh, might actually end up hurting them. So what do you see happening in the market right now? Well, you know, I'm, I'm actually continuing to be a little bit bullish on the Canadian housing market. I, I think that there's a lot of people that are expecting a correction, that are expecting prices to fall significantly. And in some markets, that's definitely true. But, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be long lived. The, the reality is that there still is this incredible pent up demand for housing and supply is not keeping pace with it. Uh, I don't have to tell anybody in Greater Vancouver uh, that yeah, no. housing is very difficult to find. So, um, you, you know, I, I think that certainly if this is the high end of the interest rate cycle, uh, there might be a temporary pause. But come fall, you know, everybody starts looking for schools again and trying to make sure that their kids are in the right locations and people coming into the country. I, I can easily see the housing market continuing to to spike. There also seems to be a real lack of people wanting to put their homes on the market, right? Like there's not a lot of listings out there. 
Right. And, and you know, that's kind of the delicate game that you play when you put your house on the market is you, you want to hold on for that right price. But if everybody tries to put their house for sale when that right price is achieved, that could actually depress housing prices, right? Because you flood the, the market with stock. It, it's, a, it's a weird time in Canada too, because most of those homes that are owned are by, say, baby boomers, Gen X, uh, you know, people that are, are, not having as many children. So at some point, they are going to release a tremendous amount of housing into the market, and there's not going to be a lot of children there. They're going to buy it up. The The kind of Ponzi scheme that was played with the, the baby boomers was that because they were so plentiful, uh, they could drive housing prices up because they were well in excess of their parents' generation, right? The depression generation. So, you know, there is this inverted population pyramid that at some point it is going to play out to the benefit uh, of younger Canadians, but you know, baby boomers are living a long time. Gen Xers haven't even reached retirement age yet. We, we still could be talking about another 20, 30 years. And of course, as immigration continues in this country, uh, you know, that's another driver of housing prices going up. So you can understand why people just want to keep waiting to see if those prices go higher and higher. Right. And so you see that continuing to happen. Yeah. I, I just don't see what is there uh, to drive housing prices down. Um, you know, the rental market is now heating up. And so really what I look for is the relationship between rental prices and, and housing prices. And they should roughly hold in a ratio of around, say, rental prices should be about 5% of the price of a home. Uh, if it falls below that, then renting's a good deal. If it's above that, then owning a home is a good deal. But uh, you know, where that disconnect might have happened, say, at the beginning of the pandemic, what's happened is that races have ta- uh, r- rents have taken off. And we've seen that as one of the big sources of inflation in this country. So I, I just don't see that uh, buying housing is is a bad deal right now. So in the study of economics, and when you look at our current set of circumstances, is there anything comparable? No, um, you know, there is a reason why young people in that poll continue to view housing as being a good investment. It's because it is a good investment. And and it's not just an investment from a financial standpoint, it's an investment from a living standpoint too, right? Of course, it provides a roof over your head and it eliminates a landlord and uh, the responsibilities that come with having to, to answer to somebody. So uh, no, this this is the, the market. I, I think part of it though, uh, you know, in what I look at is that there's a stigma attached to being a renter um, that kind of drives the market for housing unnecessarily in a way that doesn't necessarily exist in, say, European markets or uh, other countries where being a renter is a, a perfectly respectable uh, living arrangement. That's interesting that you say that. So where do you think, what is that stigma and where do you think it comes from? Well, I mean, I, I I certainly grew up in a house where I was told that, you know, the best thing you can ever do is invest in real estate, right? So, you know, when we have a government that tries to aspire to help Canadians achieve home ownership, like it's just, it's ingrained into society. And the more that young people feel that it's something that only the wealthy can afford, it almost reinforces that that stigma then, right? That if you want to be wealthy yourself, if you want to be uh, kind of uh, accomplished in Canada, then you need to find a home. And so it, it, it just creates that view then, and, and it keeps reinforcing it. We don't hear the government talking about, hey, being a renter is perfectly fine, and we're going to provide you vehicles to try and help you rent a place, um, you know, uh, to create more mobility, uh, just not in a financial sense, but also in a social sense too. Well, I guess we've also created the idea with rentals, not created the idea, but there is that perception that it's so unstable that you're at the mercy of other people and that if you buy, therefore you don't have that problem anymore. 
Yeah, I, I guess that maybe goes into like American culture. And of course, Canadians absorb a tremendous amount of American culture into our own, right? But that idea of freedom and uh, you know, that individual, uh, you know, uh, as, as the source of, of goals uh, in American society and how kind of America was founded and built, uh, it probably seeps into the Canadian mindset too, that, you know, if you do want to have that rugged individualism, uh, you do need to be a homeowner and you can't be at the mercy of, of uh, a rich landlord. Right. Okay. So all of those factors combine the most. So looking ahead to the rest of 2023, you're feeling like there's more to this market than other people feel. Yeah, you might see a pause through the summer. Uh, you might continue to hear about certain markets seeing a, a fall in housing prices, but uh, you're not going to hear about some sort of 2008 style housing market collapse. It, it's a pause. It's not a, a full correction that's going to happen here. So yeah, in, in the latter part of the year, it, it probably is going to start rising again. Uh, maybe not the way that we've seen it over the last decade, but if anybody thinks that, say, housing is going to be 50% less in the next five years, I don't see it because city councils just aren't providing the, the zoning laws to help home builders uh, catch up with that that demand. All right. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Anytime. That's Moshe Lander, who's a senior lecturer at the Department of Economics at Concordia University. We we're talking about this Ipsos poll that shows 63% uh, of Canadians who don't own a home have given up, they say, on ever owning one. Uh, lots of factors go into that. But that, you know, Moshe Lander's take on the real estate market is so interesting because he feels like this is just a pause. Things are going to start to go up again. Uh, and I know there's a lot of real estate people who would love to have that happen. But I wonder how you feel about that.